Yes, y'all. Welcome to another edition of Queer State of Mind. The girls got me hosting today. I had a long night. I'm going to tell you all about it. It was very epic. And we have joining us today the wonderful Samantha. Micah's back, and we're going to discuss something controversial um, that I sent to him last night. This is going to be a very... Um, this is going to be a very interesting show, and Duran will be joining us also. So you're listening to Queer City of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. It's time for Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Join us for all the latest news, pop culture, talk, and more from QPOC Perspectives. And all the tea, sass, and shade you can handle. Listen in. And tell us what you think on Facebook at Queer State of Mind. And on Twitter and Instagram at QSOMNYC. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. How you girls doing? How's everybody hey, doing? I'm well. Hey. How are you doing, Mr. Micah? You know, um... You know, it's one of those days where um, I'm a little annoyed, but, you know, I'm drinking a cocktail, and, you know, in a few minutes, I will be feeling fabulous, and... Oh, yeah, awesome. Which means we're going to get some mess from you. I live. Yes. And Miss Sam was actually doing her hair because she came on video for us. So, you know, we want to say... Looking hi. gorgeous. Thank you, you know. Yes. Uh-huh. I guess very, very good. You know, we got... So much to talk about, y'all. A lot has happened this week, so hopefully we have enough time to flap our gums about all this stuff. But let's start with our corona update from each person and how they're doing. So putting each other first. So how are you doing, Miss Sand, the real lady? You can go first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm doing all right. Just, um, you know, just taking it one day at a time. I've been having some a little bit of trouble with um, like trying to figure out like what, how I'm going to have to start acting now that um, I haven't seen like my boyfriend in two months, almost, no, mm. a little bit, oh. almost two months. So we're going to see each other for the first time this coming Sunday. And then <gasps> I'm worried about like, what do I have to do moving forward? Like, do I have to go back into quarantine, like separately away from the rest of my family because I'm like going to see him and then becoming mm. close to like somebody who's outside of our home pod or, you know, so it's very difficult. I'm looking for resources online to help me navigate that, and there's not much um, that's mm. out there that's helpful. Uh, oh, that's interesting. So, Micah, with you, just 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 a quick quarantine update before we go play the feature track. Oh, totally. I mean, I'm glad you brought that up, Sam, because I definitely want to talk about that um, in this in this episode. So I'm glad you're bringing that up because I think that's something that we should definitely talk about as a group. So thank you for sharing that. Um, for me, like, you know, I'm still feeling really good, but like, I've had like kind of this like random week of like, not bad things happening, but just like, things are kind of annoying. <laughs> so like, I went biking and I fell off my bike and like, I cut myself. Um, I got caught in the thunderstorm on Tuesday. <laughs> um, <No>. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's been one of those weeks. Um, but I still feel good. I'm still smiling, but it's just like, it's like, it's just been like, piling on like, it's just like, hey, girl. Like, Jennifer is almost like, hey, girl. Like, I, I, I see you're smiling. Let me see how long I can make you smile for. Oh Welcome God. to my world, bitch. Um, Mr. Smiling. Ron Dalton, uh, how it's about been, you? It's been one of those, ugh, type of weeks. 
And that's why I actually decided to join the show. The reason why I wasn't going to be on the show this week is the reason why I actually am on the show this week. This I knew this week was going to be crazy and hectic, but because it's been so crazy and hectic, I decided to join because I need a break from it all and just like, you know, kiki with the girls, basically. Okay, well, I mean, mine has been very interesting, to say the least. I, it's, just, it's been positive for the most part. Spoken to a lot of family members, uh, trying to make sure, you know, I just stay mentally there. Uh, lots of bike ride. I took a very wonderful ride to Prospect Park, thanks to the Micah's um, suggestion, and did a couple of rounds about. But, you know, it's been good. Nice. So before we get deep into this uh, coronavirus talk, uh, Micah, will you please introduce our feature track of the week? Sure. So this feature um, is the new Kelly Rowland song, Coffee. Um, it just came out, I think, I think it dropped last Friday, yeah. I think. So um, super glad to hear. I, I, apparently the video is amazingly beautiful. I've not seen it, but I definitely heard like about great things. I, mean, I think there's like a running joke going on that like, you know, now that, you know, Beyonce has dropped, uh, le- dropped Lemonade, and Kelly's dropped coffee. Is uh, Michelle gonna drop this, that album tea or something like that? <laughs> like that would be great, wouldn't it? Though. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, here's coffee by Kelly Rowland. You're listening to Career State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Sorry, I stole that from you, girl. Coffee and sex in the morning. Breakfast and bed every morning. You know I'm a remedy, my love be a therapy, all around remedy. Baby, who instead of me? The bitches will never be. Put it down like it's heavy, baby. Honey, moan that when I lay that we go. Soon as we wake up, wish we could lay up. Still stuck, I pay up. You running labor, need you to stay up. It's almost safe. No time to to me. I know you need the stress relief, babe. If I be booked, dressed to leave. Want you to try this recipe, babe. I know we just woke up. I know you gotta go, but breakfast isn't over. I see the way you rose up. Huh. Face morning, what do about it, girl, babe? Clearly you agree, don't be trying to leave. Stay with me. I put you right back to sleep. I get you right for the way. It's a really cute song, actually. Like it's, a, but it's definitely shorter than I thought it was. Like I'm, it's, it only comes in at two minutes and ten seconds. I thought it was definitely like a longer song. 
Um, so Me I clearly too. am not ready. <laughs> um, that's just cute. I'm sorry, Mike, are you more finished? Yeah, no, I mean, it, I think it's like a cute little, it's, it's definitely a summer bop. Like, you know, too bad summer's not coming, but you know, it's a summer bop. <laughs> Oh, summer is coming. We're just not gonna participate in it. I thought, also thought it was a cute song as well. Um, well, I don't want to say like call it cute. I think it's like yeah, like pretty much like Micah said. It's a really um, good bop. A good bop for um, Kelly Rowland. You know, I still wish sometimes that she had moved in the dance direction, yeah. but yeah. I do. I, I I also like smooth R and B. You know, um, Kelly Rowland as well. I liked Motivation, but the issue is that there's, you know, now so many smooth R&B girls out there, guys and girls out there, and she could have really created her own dance lane for herself, especially being that Donna Summer is her, you know, big inspiration. I mean, actually, I think adding on to that point, too, like, I mean, I feel like this could be, like, if this is, like, the first single off of, like, a dance, a more dancey album that maybe is infused with, like, R&B, and, like, I mean, I'd I'd be down for it, like... Sure, she doesn't have to do the whole ED like right. electronic dance music. Oh no 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 no! Because obviously disco it. pop has made like you know disco pop has never really gone away, but it's just like it's right. definitely has had a resurgence in this oh, year. You know, I mean, Dua Lipa's Dua Lipa and uh, yeah, Dua Lipa and also that song with SZA and Justin Timberlake, the other oh, side. Yeah, that's a cute song too. Yeah, yeah I mean, and uh, Say So by Doja Cat, which is oh, blowing up the so charts. Cute. Oh, no such cute. Hold on, before we get to that. Um, one piece of top five hits for mother. Uh, I per- I like the song, mm-hmm. but I like the song for somebody that's younger. It sounded like a good Ariana Grande pop song, or Ari Lennox trying to make a song that's a little bit more pop infused with um, smooth R and B. I just thought she was too old for it. I'm yeah. starting to get into like the younger girls too. Like yeah, I mean, like it's it's a vibe. They're a vibe, but you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a vibe for the kids now, and I think she's past that uh, point. And to be very honest with you, at the point that uh, the members of Destiny's Child, uh, Beyonce, Michelle, um, uh, Kelly, sorry, girl, um, I think that their last uh, magic trick is getting back together and making an album. Well, that's been rumored for some time. Right, right. The old ladies now. Because, like, all these sounds that I hear is just like, it's just like Kelly Rowland's version of the young girl sound. Right. That, right. You know, nothing. The song's the song cute. The song's cute, but I'm like, I said, Ari, them Ari Lennox, all these other girls, the Ariana Grande, all these 20 something year old girls. I said, that's what they're doing every day. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Good for you. But I mean, but I also will say too that like, I feel like I mean, coffee like just hearing the lyrical content. I mean, it definitely does sound like it's a song for like it's like right, I'm gonna go like, to work. But you know, I feel like it's a song for like someone our age. Right. Well, it's you know. like your 38, 39 girl. What? what? Yeah, it's like <laughs> what well, happened to your house? I mean, the fact that she's calling her her vajayj of like coffee. I mean, whatever. But because um, it wakes you up, I guess. Um, I think because it's like a, uh, it has like an R&B pop bop yeah. feel to it. It exactly. makes it so, young, but the actual song itself, the lyrics, like, the lyrical content. It's not for someone who's like, you know, just graduated from high school, college, right? It's definitely Let like, me put it this like way. it's a song for us. And sometimes, you know, like, no matter what age you are, sometimes you have to uh, adapt to what's the sound, the current sound. Sometimes, uh, hell. But we're looking at you, Madonna. Yeah, you can adapt to the sound. But you don't have to play in the mess. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, everybody always goes to the thing where, well, age is about a number. You know, you can't tell them how to act at the fucking age. Suck it, bitch. No, let's be real, okay? Yes, you got your 40-year-old woman. You got two kids, girl. 
and you're talking about how your, your pussy is coffee. I'm like, no, girl, you know, you have a better way to say that. You have a better way to tell a man how to make love to you. Like you've learned, you know, at this time. That's my opinion. You know, I could be wrong. I'm not saying sometimes you don't want to be vulgar, but it's just like, girl, I, just like I don't want to hear about uh, um, Jay-Z's old ass taking uh, 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 some girls out, you know, I had four or five girls last night just over me. I like you sound crazy. Wait, anyway. Just like the whole point of when people mature to a certain point, I'm not saying that it should not be sexual. I'm saying that I think when you mature to a certain point, you have a different vernacular on how to express your sexuality. It's right. like I'm not gonna express my sexuality like I'm fifteen at forty. Of course. Yeah, of course. So, so what, what do you I'm think? Trying to say, you know, Sam, you're the only lady here, so you can you give a whole different perspective on it. You know, um, I am very much in support of a woman as you get older, really being unapologetically sexual because um, people act like you're supposed to just like your vagina expires the uh, 11:59 the night um, of your before your 30th birthday. So. <laughs> I'm just really happy that I'm coming. But so I'm looking at the lyrics just because like, and it looks like she's just talking about like how nice it is to just do it in the morning and, you know, have a little bit of sags with your orange juice and coffee. And I don't know, I thought she, the, um, the lyrics were a little juvenile like in, in the way that they were delivered. But like, it was also, I like that it happened. Right. Yeah. Let me say this. Let me make this clear for taking back and up for point. I believe, you no, know, a woman should express themselves sexually no matter what age. Mm-hmm. Let me say that out clear if that was lost in one of my critiques. I was basically talking about the juvenile of the lyrics. That's where I was talking about, like, well, you know, you can still say you know how to fuck, but, you know, it's, like, different when, you, when you're when you saying it at 15 than when you're 35. Mm-hmm. I think that's where my issue is in this, in this vernacular of it. It's not the fact that she's doing it. Let me make that clear. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what about um, OJ as a as an album title for uh, for Michelle OJ? Oh, <laughs> someone mentioned OJ. Uh, Sam mentioned OJ in the song. O- Oinj- no, she, in the song. No, if she wants to kill the girl, she would need her album Water, bitch. Come no, I, I, no, I, I've seen that meme too. I was going to say that earlier. I've seen that meme, and I lived. That it was a great funny. whoever made the artwork. That was like it was good artwork. I actually looked it up to see if it was an actual song. Cause they made it, no, because they made it sound like it's like Michelle has a song called Water or an album called Water. I'm just like, I've never heard of this. That's funny. But anyway, before we move on, so this is to say, as you guys all heard, uh, a great song. I think it's a good song. I, like I said, I personally think the song was for a younger person as far as the, the lyric, lyrical content. Either way, Kellen Rowland is doing her thing. Um, I wish her much success because I think in my opinion, I think she was a black ball in a way, but that's a whole different show. We can talk about that after mm-hmm. the you know, you know. But uh, moving on, let's talk about more Corona stuff. We're gonna go to our local um, news person, Mr. Micah Peterson, to give us our update on Corona. What's going on, girl, with Miss Corona in the world? Um, so let's see, some of the biggest, like one of the biggest ones, um, that you know, New York, like the death toll in New York City has passed fifteen thousand. Um, there was a, I, I, I think we'll be talking about this for a few days. I don't know if y'all heard about this, but there was a, like Governor Cuomo had a press conference um, 
like again, we're not live, so this is you know we're we're doing this a few days earlier, and uh, the funny thing is that uh, Cuomo was like rebuking um, Senator McConnell because McConnell like apparently said that uh, he is okay with letting like he's thinking about letting states like not blue states not get bailouts and instead like go bankrupt, and so 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 Cuomo was like. Yeah, you go ahead. Let 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 let's let New York go bankrupt. <laughs> let's let California go bankrupt. Let's see what happens to this country. <laughs> like, he was just like, like his like inner Queens, like his inner New York, just like came out full force. Yeah. And like, I'm like living for I'm living for like Petty Cuomo. He's like kind of my life right now. Like, he's, Mike, mm-hmm. Mike, I have a quick question for you. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I I I just really want to know. Is it New York? State or New York City? That's the dental. Oh, uh, let me double check. It is uh, New York City. Oh, oh well, shit. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Um, but the House did just pass a five hundred billion dollar Corona bill, um, coronavirus bill, not the Corona, the beer. Um, <laughs> another thing is that I'm sure you also heard that you know with the um, small business loan that went out, like a lot of like companies that shouldn't have gotten it, like Harvard mm-hmm. and Shake Shack. Uh, Shake Shack. They have returned the money. Um, assuming oh, we're nice. doing it as well, but it's also just kind of a question of like, why were why were y'all applying anyway? If you have like, if you are publicly traded or you have a billion dollar endowment, why are you applying for a small business loan? Also, let's yeah, why are they applying? Because <laughs> of, of them doing that, uh, somebody in this um, chat, I'm not gonna say no name, has to file for unemployment. Right. Well, it's a hassle. Well, it's a different bucket, but yes. <laughs> well, here's the thing, too, right? Well, I mean, I mean like, it's a small business. It's for small businesses. Oh, so totally. First, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. First and worst for a small business. Yes, thank you. Get that. Yes, yes. I mean, because here's the thing, too, right? Cause I, remember, I remember when they changed the rules. Like, there was a big talk before this bill came that um, there were going to be these rule changes to who, who's eligible to apply. And they were like, how are we going to set up a hedge fund? How do we gonna know that a hedge fund isn't gonna apply for this when they have all this capital? Like they should be applying for this. This is not for them. And everyone was right. like, "Oh, well, there's like, like safety measures to, to not have it happen." And then like, look what happened. Like fucking Shake Shack got the money. And no right. shade, I kind of don't want to go to Shake Shack after this. I mean, not that I can anyway, but like I've never been. You never? They had to apply no. for that stimulus bill. I thought it, they were all just, I thought the money Shake Shack got was like their, their stimulus check, like how we got one, that the businesses got one too. I know they applied for the small business one they did. and got it. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't know that they applied until like the article came out that they yeah. uh, sent it back. I thought it was like an automatic thing that they got and then, and then they sent it back. So I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's no. nice. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. They applied no, no. just like Harvard. They applied for it. Yeah, like, like Harvard. Target applied for a small business. So just yeah. to be clear, they they got backlash for this, right? Yes, they got a lot of backlash. Yeah. And they sent them, okay. Just yeah. sure. So they sent it back, which is good. They like they sent the $10 million they got back. <laughs> Girl, you're tripping by never eating um, Shake Shack again. <laughs> right? I know, I probably either. I mean, I said the same about Chick fil A. You work like right? a block away from Shake Shack. You, know? <laughs> I know. you do? Really sh- yeah, girl. Yeah. I didn't know there was a Shake Shack over there. Yeah. Uh, Right yeah, down in the middle of the courthouse. Yeah, yeah, right in the courthouse. Yeah. This changes everything. There's a Shake Shack, there's a Panera. There's. Oh, <laughs> there's shit. Like, there are a couple of Shake Shacks in the neighborhood. There's like oh. one by us, and there's yeah. one down on the pier by like the. Um, by the That's right. Uh, no, I mean, it just always has turned me off because there's just so many, so many people like in line. Every time I look at it, so many people. Oh, it's I very like, quick. Yeah. It's actually very quick. And this is coming from a you know, father of hating lines. You know, I right, hate right. lines. <laughs> but it's very quick. And you can order for yourself and then, you know, go on about your business. Exactly. Plus, 
Well, it's depending just, on where it is, depending on where it is. Right. Like, I don't like, the one, like the one at Madison Square Park. I, I Yeah, yeah, the waiting yeah. line. I'm actually waiting in that line. That line is pretty quick. I'm waiting in that line in the cold two oh. months ago. Is it, is, is it good? Yeah. It got, it's okay. It was good when it first came out, and it's okay now. I'm saying no, I go stand in line, girl, bite your piece of burger. You know me and my food. You know what it was? I, I actually. Was at someone. I had like a resurgence of love for Shake Shack when the um, Shack Meister burger came back out. Oh. What's in the Shack Meister? It's, I don't, I, I forget what those things are called, but it's like, I don't know what those, what those things are called, but it's good. Mm. <laughs> oh, I have one more Corona update. So I don't like. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a few. So yeah, please keep going. I don't know if, again, we're recording this before Saturday, so the news might change, but Georgia is supposed to open up a lot of their businesses. But like. Oh, let's talk about that right now because that's <laughs> on my list. Okay, so, by when? I, sorry, Mike, by when? I think it's Monday. Let me confirm. Monday, that. okay. Um, but that would it, make sense. Uh, let me double check. Um, Georgia reopened. Uh, the governor uh, of Georgia was told he said he was going to reopen movie theaters, parks, and um, all these other places. Um, and as of right question now, about that. yeah. Uh, I have but, a quick question about that. Okay. Because uh, this is what's confusing to me about the movie theaters part. I heard this too. Um, how are you going to reopen movie theaters if there's no movies movies playing? Oh. So, well, there are movies, there are movies playing, and movies are going to theaters and going to your home, your home screen. So, you can watch it from home by paying for it, but you'll still be able to go to the movie theater and watch those movies. I guess. But, but there's you know. currently no movie theater, uh, theaters open, right? I mean, they'll That's be open. Confused on, about. I mean, they'll be open in Georgia. As of, actually, as of Friday. So, right. when this airs, it, they would have been wow. yesterday. So, also hairdressers, barbershops. Um, tattoo parlors. Mike, you keep hitting something. Oh, sorry. Just making a noise. Sorry. Can you uh, but, so anyway, but I think it's crazy. And the funny part is, so the um, president, oh, well, first time I ever call him that, the president of the United States of America, uh, reneged on his um, thing with the Georgia. What'd you call me? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> definitely didn't call you that. No, this is not me. What the other man, Miss Miss Duran? He opened. Uh, the president's like, "Oh, I said you shouldn't open your state." So he told him he should open his state. Now he's remaking. Yep. Yep. I was. I saw that. To, uh, I saw that today, as of Thursday, as well. Just yeah. Being transparent. Well, uh, and I was just like, "Huh? Did he say reopen it?" And now he's saying like, "Oh, it's a dumb." See. Right. Well, also yeah, like he was sending out tweets, being like, "Liberate Virginia, liberate Michigan." Oh right, exactly. Like, but but here's the thing, right? I mean, here like here's like the real issue, right? Like, who goes to barbershops? Who goes to movie theaters? Who goes to tattoo parlors? It's like, like this is a plan to like try to kill black people. Let's be like black and brown people. Let's be real. Like, I mean, that <laughs> means I be, can't go to Atlanta to get that good bitch, honey. So I'm gonna be right here with what New York City has to offer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's let's go to some more. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I was just saying I agree with you. I saw an Instagram post where it basically said the same thing. Yeah, right. it's crazy. Like, I, it's just like, like, what else is it for? Like, why else is he doing this except to just like kill us? Like, so uh, mm. Micah also take us on the road about the Smithfield food, blaming certain people for, um, bringing the Corona for them closing down one of their plants. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, they got the Smithfield hands. They have that 
lovely, not racist woman, Paula Dean, working there. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a happy hand for them. And they're like blaming the living situations and stuff of some of the employees for right. their. Um, right. They're like, oh, you didn't get it from, you know, like the whole thing is like, oh, you didn't get it from inside the plant. You got it from your families. You brought it into uh, Smithfield, which is just like ridiculous. And it's just like, you guys are so zenith. And also because like they're using code, like they're like your cult, like your your culture has you living into certain living conditions, and like we know that co- what that codes for, right? Um, and so like, people, people, people talk about say that. How would they know? They don't know right. how people living. Yeah, like, exactly. How would you even like assume that you know what the like, people living situations are? Um, so just for you know, like there are at this particular Smithfield plant, there's forty language. There's forty languages spoken. Um, and 780 oh, wow. workers tested positive, and two died. Um, and and information was only given <sighs> English, so it's just it's a failure on their part entirely. It was yeah, amazing. because first of all, if you have if you have 40 languages, first of all, you should be very very proud that you're running an establishment of a very diverse establishment. I will be the first person to try to like push and help people in that with girl your face. <laughs> I would try to help people in a certain way. I will make sure my workers are taken care of. I will make sure those people that are at my plant are taken care of because I can tell you right now, from a cultural standpoint, a lot of times when your people travel to America and one family member has a job in a certain industry, they try to recruit people all the time to come to that place. So they probably had all that because my uncle worked at mm-hmm. Jurgen's uh, Lotion. And every time, a family member came over and they needed a job, they would try to get them a job at the plant they were working at. So that's right. why they ended up having like 30, 40 people from the same family working at the same plant. Right. So you would think for Smithfield, that's a good thing because you're always going to have workers and a good turnaround. But at the same time, there's a desperation with people like that that would take money, any type of money that you offer them. So you can mm-hmm. treat them any type of way. And I think that's unfortunate to just what decide. This is like, oh, we're just going to throw the and the people who work for us under the bus i think it was a missed opportunity i mean you it's know? i mean it's also i mean it's just pure xenophobia and also too the, yeah. the governor has refused to do a stay-at-home order and it's like you have one of the worst like per capita you have like one of the worst outbreaks in the country and you're refusing to do anything what city it's um oh god but i'm gonna say i don't i don't I want to be rude i was gonna say nowhere south dakota but that's not what that's not where they live. That's not where they are. They are in oh my God, what town are they in? I wanna say say I'm gonna say Pierre, but I don't think that's right. But in the Dakota? Yeah, there is South Dakota. It's South Dakota. Um, but I'll also oh. just give you a breakdown of some of the languages. So they 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 speak Spanish, Kunama, Swahili, Nepali, Tengrinya, Amharic, French, Oromo, Vietnamese. Like those are like the most popular languages. So it's not, you know, and I think it's like that's like everywhere. Like, it's all over like, the world. It's literally over the world. Like, that's not anything. That's not anything. Those languages are not strange for uh, any type of city or a plant. No, it really was a missed opportunity on that company's part. They could have gotten their lives totally they, like handled this properly with you know in that yeah. sense. And also too, like I mean, I think it's really easy to play into this narrative of like, oh, like you know, you have like a family member who got a job and then they like they like you know got remittance and they sent their family over. It's like, judging by the fact that this is such a mixed group, this is probably a community of refugees, right? Like, 
This is probably right, a community who is escaping yeah. persecution for any number of reasons, based on the fact that it's so diverse. Um, like it has to be something, yeah. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> Sam, you're doing the most. Um, <laughs> sorry, um, but <laughs> I missed something. Hold on, keep going. But um, I think that um, clearly this is a community of. This is, I mean, I don't know the history. Like, I'm not going to act like I know. I'm, I don't know. I've never been to South Dakota. Probably will never go there. Um, but this was clearly now, a... Now, girl, hold on. Hold on now, bitch. <laughs> you know she ain't going to let shit go. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I'm going to let that one go. <laughs> Fine, I'm going to let that one pass. <laughs> so let's talk about one one McCoy and I think really quickly before we take our music break here. I promise we're going to be more fun after we get done with all this Corona talk. But it's uh, important that we you know talk about what's going on in the world here um, and what's happening. Uh, the one last thing I want to talk about here is uh, uh, an article that I'll let Sam tell me a little bit about about the voters in is it Wisconsin. Uh, Sam, what um, state was it they were? Well, they were uh, voting, and then they went and voted, despite yeah. they were all in quarantine, and not all of them got coronavirus. Oh, my God. So basically, yeah. what we all knew was going to happen ended up happening. And all those people we saw in the news a week or so ago who went to vote in their primaries, and their defense, they were put in that position, you know, because, like, the state didn't close the primary, like, they, or they didn't postpone it or make it, like, an online primary or whatever you, you can do that's an alternative to having them come out there, because you know how conservative states are really against, like, any kind of voting changes because they feel like it's going to hurt them mm-hmm. um, by, by making it easier for people to vote. So they're like, no, we're going to keep the primaries open. Now there's, like, a big surge in coronavirus cases in Wisconsin. And, and the, the thing is, like, you know, I want to just be fair to the data. Like they were already on an upward um, climb with their cases, Mm. which is why people were like, why the hell are you holding primaries right now? So I'm sure that having that happen and a lot of people who were to vote are sick now, I'm sure it didn't help. But um, yeah, so I mean, it's news, but also like the not news because we're like, we all knew that was going to happen. Right, right. That's just ridiculous. That's a mess. Well, you know, well, girls gotta listen. Well, anyway, speaking of oh. listening to girls, I mean, I just okay, want to add a point God. too. So, I mean, just added to that point because, like, there's a, there's a lot of push, you know, obviously by like conservatives, be like, oh, we don't want to have mail-in voting, blah blah blah. Although, I think apparently there was a study that came out that like mail-in voting, if like they had universal mail-in voting, like it actually wouldn't benefit either party. Like, it's actually just a, it's a universal good period. Like, to totally like be like, you know, it doesn't affect them like that. But like, you know, right. Like, just, I mean, whatever. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> well, lead us to the music break. What are we having for our first music break, sir? So we are doing, um, actually, well, actually, I'll let Sam introduce, because... Uh, oh, yeah. So um, this week was the 20th anniversary of um, Love and Basketball coming out. I think it was either yesterday or the day before yesterday. So we thought that we'd play some songs from the soundtrack. So the first one is Dance Tonight by Lucy Pearl which was my favorite song on the soundtrack. And the others are uh, Fool of Me from Michelle, I don't know, and then Shayal, I can't say it, but you know who it is. And then then (laughs) Maxwell, This Woman's Work, which is an amazing cover of a Kate Bush song, also called This Woman's Work. (laughs) So is it? It was a cover, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. That was a cover, Kate Bush. 
Cool. All right, All right, so enjoy the music. All right. Um, listen to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. We'll be back in a moment. With joy, 
You're listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash queer state of mind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC. Yes. Hey, y'all, that was actually amazing. Good break. Good call, Sam. Um, yeah, that's a really uh, great break. We gotta celebrate the, you know, important moments in Black uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? media history. Okay. That came out 20 years ago? Yeah. The movie? Years, that uh-huh. Movie. That's crazy. 2000. Oh, Jesus time. Wow. <clears throat> I think I saw that in the movie theater. That means it's been 20 years of Scream 3. Oh. oh, I saw Scream 1 in the movie theater. So good for Scream 3, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, girl, 3. I, I don't think I saw 3. I think I just saw 1. Oh, 3 is good. I mean, it's, it's like a lot of people don't like it, but I love it. Didn't Scary Movie come out in 2001? 2000. It was came out in 2000 as well, Scary Movie? Oh. Yeah. I saw that in movie classic. Scary Movie 2 came out in 2001. Okay, Scary Movie is a classic, so happy 20-year anniversary to Scary Movie. <laughs> um, scary Movie is a classic, and so is Scary Movie 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I never finished watching Oh, Scary movie. movie 2 could not come out today, though. It, it is <laughs> hilarious, but people will go up. So well, it, it, it'll, it'll be yeah. 20 years on July 7th for um, Scary Movie, and X-Men, the movie, also came out in July of 2000. So. Oh, well, ha- almost happy anniversary to Halle Berry's terrible wig. Oh. The wig was kind of good in the first movie. Actually, I wasn't. Both, both she, it was the year of terrible bangs because both she and, uh, and, uh, yeah, ran away Courtney, gone, girl. Courtney Cox also had those bad bangs in Scream 3. <laughs> oh, God. What were we thinking back then? What were Not they thinking? Scream 3 happened. <laughs> it already has happened, sweet, sweet. Um, it paved the way for Scream 4, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that just sounds awful. Um, so anyway, back to <clears throat> some discussions. We're going to talk about a couple of topics here. One is very serious. Um, well, these first two are very serious. So we're going to start off with, I'm going to throw this to Sam, um, about Joe Biden um, and the election. And they're saying that the celebrity endorsement is not going to help him win this election. So what do you think he can do from the articles you sent me to help him win this election? I don't want him to win. Well, I just want him to win, actually, because I don't want Trump to win. But <laughs> I'm still like in birdie mode, I guess. But um, I I don't think there's anything he can do. That's why I was not a supporter from day one. Like I think that he's running because he just feels like it's his time, and not because there's any like he has any real plan for how he can get us to a place of like something better. Like his platform has been, and I think I said this in the uh, previous episodes, where his platform has been let's just return to normal. What's normal? Normal right. was great. We were dying under normal. This is still pre- this is pretty bad what we're on right now. But we're, like people forgetting that normal is what got us Trump. Exactly. Right. So you have to have uh, something that's going to turn this around. Like you have to be more dynamic than him. And I'm sorry. Like right. I don't agree with anything Trump says, but Joe Biden is not more dynamic than Trump is. Not by a long shot. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. I mean, it's just the fact that we just need to get rid of Trump from being the one. It's one. It's like. The I guess what what's the phrase left of the two evils. Yeah. yeah, but like, but like, yeah, but like, I'm hoping that I mean that's what got us Trump as well because everyone was like Hillary and versus Trump, lesser two evils, and it's like look what happened. I mean, issues aside, well, I mean, I, 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 I get that, but I mean, like, <clears throat> the fact that I'm saying that 
Like, if we're self-provided and we don't want Trump in the White House, girl, I mean, I'm petty as hell, but I ain't petty enough to keep Trump in the White House Chris Mitchell, you know? No, totally. And yeah, you know, I, I don't see it happening. That's the thing, though. Like, obviously, you know, I feel like I could speak for most of us here. Like, I feel like we're all going to be like, okay, screw it. We're just going to vote for whoever's not the fascist. Like, right. that's, those are our options. The fascist or right. the other guy. Like, that's just what it's come down to. So, yeah, you're going to see a lot of, there's going to be a lot Pretty less passive about exercising voting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm hoping that, um, I mean, I'm loving the, all the talk about Stacey Abrams because, I mean, I know she is very much about voter, like, voter rights. So I'm hoping that, like, having her on the ticket, if she, yeah. if she does accept, if, well, one, if she, like, is chosen and two, she accepts, like, that can help push that. It also can also possibly help, like, you know, get her ready for possible presidential run in 2024 because I can't imagine that Biden right. will stay more than one term. I'm hoping not. That, not. I think that Abrams will be the better choice for him, not Harris, because Harris, she has a lot of her own issues. Right, right. That mm-hmm. that they can, they can uh, <clears throat> the other party can really, really use to, like, you know, mm-hmm. so under her skirt, we know under her skirt, the man, <laughs> you know. Um, but I think Stacey, it's the cleanest bet right now. Mm-hmm. Cleanest. I, they they dispelled the whole Stacey Abrams issue because she came up earlier on in his campaign as a potential, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "No, he never even came up to me." Like she was very, you know, clear. Oh, right. It was a no. Yeah. And I think I think isn't she a little too on the left for Biden? Like I, don't, I feel like they I mean, were not together in uh, public. I mean, right, right. I mean, I think. I mean, she's she's a little too left and she's a little too black, right? Like. <laughs> That's like, yeah. let's be real. It's a, like, it's a, it's a, a smart, beautiful, dark skinned, heavier set black woman. So her mindset is very much here. Like, I don't even think he knows what she's like trying to do. You know, I, I think he just thinks, mm-hmm. but she's a whole different type of person. But, you know? yeah. And she's super, and she is super progressive. I mean, she is progressive, and like, she yes. is, I mean, she's not pretty progressive, but she is much more left than Biden is. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like I just trust her more because I feel, I feel like socially, looking at her socially, you know she's been through some shit from different social aspects mm-hmm. of every part. You know, I like her. I mean, I like her. I mean, I, I, her, I like anyone but Trump. Yeah, I mean, I would totally, like, I mean, if she were for president, I mean, I would be the first person, to, well, maybe not the first, I'd be one of, I'll be yeah. a million people who signed up to, like, work on her campaign. Because, like, I think she right. she has some she has something, and I really, like, I'm here for it. Like, uh, yeah, well, we, I think, Sorry. We say all this to say go out and vote. Yes, right. Um, you have um, a lot of freedoms that a lot of people don't have. And speaking of a lot of freedoms, this next story, it took me for a loop. A loop. Because I have to figure out the psyche of this person. So there was a trans woman in Morocco who's a famous influencer. I don't know what the fuck that is. I still don't agree with it. Somebody on YouTube, I okay. get off my soapbox. A famous influencer, a trans woman, calling for women to go out on Grinder and out men. A trans woman. Yeah. Not a biological woman. I almost said the R word, and I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> not a biological woman <clears throat> is doing this. Yeah, no. Uh, no. I have feelings about this, but I'm going to let you guys go first. We're going to start with the biological woman, Ms. Samantha. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that? that was really strange because I'm like, aren't you like, 
do you think the people in Morocco are going to be like, you know, going through the fine lines of it? Like, Doug, they're going to throw you in that category too. They're going to just be like, you're, you know, you're different and off and go after. Like, why would you even open that up those floodgates? Like, you know what, Sam? To your point, fine line <clears throat> in the, a lot of those countries, this other countries, people actually are more trans presenting and trans are a little bit more accepted than the people who are just gay because they become a thing if mm-hmm. that makes sense mm-hmm. okay because i'm like why you know I yeah just, i don't understand so the logic i mean just obviously I, it's messed up but like i don't see how that person would be okay you know in that scenario themselves totally. i mean think about it, it's like when you go to they are saying when you go to like the philippines or somewhere or thailand where you have the lady boys Mm-hmm. You can be definitely a lady boy, and they have one of the biggest trans passes in the world there. But you just can run around as a good old queen, you know, that, that just now got that. You know, it's that thing where it's like, okay, so you are female presented, so therefore you're a woman, and it's weird. It's weird. It, well, it's, it's a very, different. I don't think we should say weird. I think we say it's just... Not, that's not weird. Okay. Yeah. It's different. Thank you. Yeah. It's different. Because I think we're thinking like, Oh, we're all part of the same community. Oh, and that's one thing I live in New York City. I've come to realize the LGBTQRIACUCWXYZ, um, <laughs> everyone's, <laughs> everyone's not in the same community. No, no totally. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> she, she, she might not consider herself a part of the, uh, a part of the gay community at right. all. So, therefore, she considers herself a straight woman. So, therefore, she's going to want to, you know. Right. I mean, I think you even say that about like even like the LGBTQ blah blah blah, blah community in the United States, right? Like if right. you're part of right. if like if you are a black if you're a part of the black gay community in Atlanta, you may not consider yourself part of the gay community of the bigger Atlanta because you like that includes white people. You like you don't associate with them, right? Like I'll put to you this thing. way. I used to I used to work with a a, a post op um trans person. Mm-hmm. And every time I showed them a picture of a drag when they'll go that's disgusting. So gross. Why do you do that? Dead on. Yeah. Dead on. Dead on. This is a, yeah. So, I mean, there's, it's, you know, there's, I mean, there's dirt, there's dirt I mean, in everybody's closet. Totally. I mean, I, you know, I think it goes to the point of like, you know, I was talking about the, I talked about a, it's funny, like, this is not related, but it's kind of related. Um, talking to a friend about vegans and like how, you know, how like, you know, like there's certain vegans, like, you know when someone's a vegan because they'll always let you know that they're vegan. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like there's like certain, like, when, and like the whole root of this, like, oh, like they have, like, they need, they need to work on their self love or something. Like, like, they need to let people know who they like, they need to like get an like accolade for something, right? Uh, and like, yeah. I think that there's certain people who probably also fall in our spectrum, the LGBTQIA, blah, blah, blah spectrum. Who like they want a cookie or something, or they want a golden star because who well, they everyone are. wants to be too yeah. special. Duran can attest to this. We were on a panel of um with trans women, and honey, I had to be quiet because they were going at each other's throats like nothing. Duran, you remember? Oh yeah, of course. Um, and they were literally reading each other from the different aspects that that like the um the um the difference within the community. Mm. Well, this is why I said, let me just think, you know, some girls can not sit down and shut up. I'd be like, girl, I don't know nothing about this. I mean, wow. I know people. But just the different levels of like arguing, like, you know, why should I pass? Or why are you mad about the girls that are passing and you're not passing? And 
your more. It's it, it just a whole. It was a whole like. Yeah. I will say this. I I will say that there are a. Uh, it just goes to show that there are so many different experiences um, in the LGBTQ plus communities. That's why I always say communities or umbrella because we're not just one whole community. With even if you're just talking about one letter, we're not you know one community. The G is not one community. The L is not one community. The T or B is not one community, and the Q is a lot of different things. Uh, I will Q say that to be the only one when I was growing up, the Q to be the only one. The Q literally was the one that everybody fell on the umbrella for because right. the Q was L G B T B whatever else, but the Q. For some reason, the Q has been become its own thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think too, also like even that point too, it's like, yeah, we have these multiple communities and that's just the United States, right? Like, if you go to another right. country, that's a totally different culture too. Like the right. different right. communities because right. they have different views of like exactly what those identities are, right? Yeah. Like, and, like, either way, either way, I don't think it's okay to- Yeah, totally not. To I out mean, people. Also, there's this uh, on Grinder. it's not, always an accurate you know uh way to know if someone's gay or not because there's a lot of catfishing there or oh, fake they, profiles too mm-hmm. of straight men they put they put I was like, what where is she going with this oh well, like- also, well also the fact that like her whole thing was like okay like find out if you're like your husbands you're like brothers your nephews your cousins it's like what are you it's because she does not think of herself as uh a part of the community a community a of- umbrella Right. Honey, honey, I got so much. I actually want to call her out her name, but I'm not doing that because of the platform we're in right now, and I'm not going to do that because I have a respectful woman on here, Mr. Yes. Master. You know, but I just think that whole thing was south because she thinks she doesn't think she is part of the queer community. That's why that's happening. Mm-hmm. So she thinks she is more, which is the whole point of, I guess, being a trans person is the fact that you're actually heterosexual identifying in the sense that. You can be. Not, not, not sexuality, but why? Let me break that. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> You're right. But you know, like with, with trans people, they, they, some identify as gay, some identify as straight. Yeah, yeah. I, girl, I, I know that girl. I, so. I got a story for you too, honey. Some girl tried to bang my box, honey, with another box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Posey. All right. right. So we're about to go into our second hour now. Is it about time? Uh-huh. Or do we have a little bit of time? Maybe like another minute. Maybe, maybe like another, another minute. Two minutes, about two minutes, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me see if I can find another article. You talk about. Anyway, Sam, no, Sam, any last words on that in general? Um, you know, I don't know enough about like Moroccan, like the nuances of Moroccan society to like, really get to but like... But just in general as a person, you know, you, you got to think as a person who, if someone doing that to someone else in general. Listen, like, I think people need to take this in and like really see that there are people in the queer community out there who are really suffering because of like one person's um you know with the power of words and how far it can go like one of the i saw in the article that you sent that people were going missing ever since that that was posted and stuff like that so we just have to start thinking about ways that we can support people in a way that's concrete because like this is real like it's dangerous out here in these streets So, I mean, damn. So I could yeah. say, really, what are you, you going to do? You know, Marocco, you can't just pack your stuff and go. You know, right. Like, and where are you going to go? Yeah, and where are you going to go? Like, you can't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Right, so, okay, so we're going to get into our second hour. So Mike is going to lead us into our second hour here.
Uh, and you're listening to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Well, speaking of fucked up, honey. Yes. Thank you. I was like, she don't came up. Look at her. Yeah, look at mer- God. Getting merch. <laughs> I don't know if that's God, but yeah, look at something, honey. Mm-hmm. He's not going to let me do anything. Let's get that right. Bitch, I see what you did there. You did what I did there. And I appreciate it. It's amazing. This remix will literally give you life. Okay, yeah, we're listening to Queer City of Mind. I'm going to let the queens calm down. Because they Ooh, do need They're doing the most. I'm All right. What, I want. what is happening? Mm-hmm. What is happening on the record right now? Say your girlfriend. I'm like, no, nah, this is my good Judy. This is the fuck you mean. Right. Ladies with an attitude, fellas that are not in the mood, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Time for the Messy Hour, right here on Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, We are back, y'all. And, well, this hour can be kind of messy, you know, uh, because I'm going to talk about a topic. uh, But before we go there... I'm going to start with something somber, and then we're going to go into a little um, topic that my, my sister Michael might go into tangent over. But, you know, I, I was like, well, why not? You know, shit. It is a messy hour. So let's talk about first, Micah. Um, so there was a gay couple who unfortunately uh-huh. died, um. a married couple, from COVID-19. Um, so I believe they were both in their 50s. Let me see if I can find their names. Sorry. Yes, I'm yes, 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 yes. Let's say their names. Multitasking. Can you find the names for me? Because I'm it's yeah, on my phone. I am. Yeah. I'm pulling it up right now. Um, it's yeah. very important that, you know, because one thing that, like, you know, I think um, something that also came up is that we've now surpassed the number of people who, number of Americans who have died in the Vietnam War, right? Like, oh, wow. A lot of people are dying. And correct me if I'm wrong, Micah, but also, like, there's more people who died in New York City now from um, um, coronavirus than they did in 9-11. That's correct. Or Sam. Yeah. Or Amsterdam. Excuse me? I said, or Sam. Oh. Because Sam is actually from here, from New York City. <laughs> I, was I, said, like, Sam. I was like, don't come for me. <laughs> Nobody's see, gonna... see, Miss Carmel, Carmel, we got her on eggshell, bitch. <laughs> you got her eggshells. I don't. I don't. Oh, eggs. We got her on eggs. Yeah. Yes. On oh, edge. So, Sorry. Edge. Both, really. Um, so, Anthony Brooks was a councilman from the San Antonio suburb of Live Oaks. Um, he died on April 14th after contracting COVID 19. And his partner, Philip Cy Brooks, um, also had shortness of breath and died um, at a, of a sudden um, heart attack from coronavirus um, just hours later, a few rooms away from his husband. Um, they've been married since 2014. Oh. They're both, you know, I mean, we're looking at the story, I mean, not only because they're both men of color, which obviously, like, you know, we want to support those voices and make sure they're heard, but also, and they're also LGBTQ, and also, like, this is just really sad. Like, we just, we, you know, we, we're losing people from this from this virus um, that just takes your breath away, literally and figuratively. 
away. Yeah, I mean, like, this must have been what it felt like way, way back in the day, honey, when the girls were dropping down from, you know, the hill. Yes. Uh, so this is crazy, you know, in that sense. I mean, I wish them, I don't wish them, I mean, I wish, I wish them well, but they did. So um, I wish their family well. I'm trying to be funny, y'all. Not joking, I'm laughing at it. I just, it was going to be a constant. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have a grandmother who's sick also, right? Who was yeah, sick. yeah, there was a family member, another family member. I, I wish the family well, you know, because like, <laughs> oh, I wish them well. Like, girl, they did, honey. They, they're not, they're not going to be doing none of that. You know? Well, here's the thing, too, Mike. Like, we're seeing all these, like, not all these stories, but there's, like, increasingly more stories of couples that, like, one of them caught it, and the other one caught it, and they both died within like a day of each other. Like there was, there's, I mean, they're, they, they're popping up, which is really unfortunate. But right. it's like you know, and like I think another person who passed away, like Elizabeth Warren's brother, passed away. Her oldest brother, gay, yeah. but you know he passed away. Um, Mac, oh, well, we'll talk about Maxine Waters, but you know, people are people are. Passing. Oh, that's right. Um, I just saw that. I have to pull up the article again. It said her sister had the COVID. Right, which is really scary because I mean I don't know if that means that I mean she's still alive. We're not well I as of as of the But then I tried searching in Google and didn't see anything about it. I thought, well, maybe this is a fake. And party. doesn't one of um didn't one of um uh Como's sons get it? The the news anchor. I can forget his first name. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, his brother. His brother. Chris. Chris, right? Yeah, his brother. His brother. Yeah, Chris, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I forget his brother's his name. I'm the new His singer. son has it also, Micah. His son got yeah. it. Chris yeah. His son got it too? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's spreading oh. throughout their house because Chris had it, then his wife got it. So his oh, his wife had it too. I didn't hear that yeah, part. She yeah, she had a second. Then, because, you know, they both the parents were out of commission, the, the <sighs> son was like taking care of everything. Then um, he ended yeah. up getting it. How old is the son? 14. He'd be five. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully, because you, you, you never know. Like, people have different, like, yeah, yeah. you know, health I mean, conditions. It's not just about age. It's about health know, conditions. A five-year-old caught it in, in Michigan and died. So. And she had no health conditions. Had no health issues, as far as we know. So. Well, her um, system also wasn't developed, you know, in that way. It's, that's kind of crazy. I know. It's like when you're a baby, your system's a little stronger. But when you're, like, five, it's weaker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> five is weird, yeah, you know. Yeah. But anyway, so we're going to move on to a topic now that oh. involves all of you. I felt like being a little messy. Well, wait, wait. Should we start with the, the throwback track? Oh, we didn't say throwback track yet. Let's say the throwback track first. I I'm almost forgot. Yeah. Throwback track, and then we'll be back to discuss some important issues that have to do with being a queer person of color in America. Amen. So the throwback track is a very fitting quarantine song. Um, Sam posted this. Like, I think it was on your Instagram too, Sam. And I'm just like, I'm living for it. Right. Like, this energy. We got to rename this song. It's my house. <laughs> oh, in my house. It's my house and I'm sick of it. That's a new name. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny. I woke, like, so funny story. Like, I woke up with a song in my head and I was like humming it, like, this morning. I was like, what the hell? Like, it, I love it. It's such it's a good song, though. I think we should keep this theme going, because um, last week it was all uh, all by myself. Now it's it's my house. We should keep the corona the corona pandemic um, I got song you. playlist going. <laughs> exactly. I love it. All right. Yes. All right. So this, this is Chris and my Real Free Brooklyn. Here's It's My House by Diana Ross. <laughs> Thank you. 
Are you but serious? That's you played it on air before. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, might, you might have not been on that episode. Uh, yeah, we definitely I, have. <laughs> I, I didn't play that song. You, no, no. Uh, it's been played. Uh, but, right. but that's from, I can tell that's from 1980s. 80s, because literally, God, excuse me, let me tap myself on the back. I love my ear. I literally heard that. So this sounds like some Diana Ross or something there. Didn't even know it was Diana Ross. And until like three minutes in the song, I scroll up, but like it's a Diana Ross. It's my house. Like, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> up to mm-hmm. her to do some shit like that. So, right. but that was, right. that was cool, honey. Yeah. Right. So I just got a great idea that I would like to share with you all on air. Actually, yes, please share away Spotify. Like, speaking of all these uh songs that you know, like having like a weekly theme song that helps you get through the pandemic or you can relate to because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, I think it'd be really cool if we created a QSOM playlist on Spotify for people to listen to with different themes from um, you know, week to week, or maybe we just create like different you know, playlists and each playlist will have a different theme. I think that would be really kind of cool. That's cool. I like that idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, separate from like our music breakdown. That's just for the show. Totally. We can create like a, yeah, thing, a set of um, thematic uh, QSOM playlists. Totally. We can even do like presented by QSOM. Yeah. And we can even do like birthday ones. Like, this is Micah's birthday playlist. Like, enjoy, right? Cool. Of course, she had to make it by herself. <laughs> right. She yeah. had to make it by her damn self. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we have a birthday coming up in a few weeks. Isn't that right, Sam? Yes. Are you a Taurus? You are a Taurus, aren't you? Taurus. Yes, that's why we love each other so much. I'm only spending my Taurus season in quarantine. It's a good thing Taurus people like to lounge around. Mm. (laughs) What day is your birthday? May 19th, so I have the same birthday as Grace Jones. Yeah. Of course you do. Of course you do. I get Kathy Bates, you get Grace Jones. (laughs) To be fair, I love Kathy Bates, though. I I saw her in a hotel once when I was in New Orleans. She is a fantastic actress. Eating fries with Jessica Lange. True story. Of course. Of course they were eating fries. That's her girl, honey. That's her right. girl. Jessica Bryce like, girl, let me go ahead and get a couple of your fries. I don't want a whole thing of fries myself. Yeah, they were sharing a plate. Exactly. I knew it. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, hold on. That's my church bell. You know, it's 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's okay, girl. Anyway, so while she's gone, we're going to talk about some real gay stuff. So last night, and Duran, you will get this later. So please not pay a million questions about this. Just think about the scenario. All right. I sent Micah a picture last night. Yes, you did. That I came across. Mm-hmm. A very special picture. Now, this picture could be interpreted several ways. But knowing the people in this picture, oh, she got a drink first on it because she, she, she literally called the people in this picture trash. I ain't never heard her say anything like that. Because <laughs> they are. <laughs> I was like, ooh, girl. Well, anyway, I'm painting the scenario for you. So there were three people, three gentlemen of um, of color who you might or might not know. We will not play the guess and game until we leave the show. <laughs> um, After and, party, house party, yes. Uh, and the person, they all were sitting there very, very happy to be coupled up with their white husband. This wasn't even, this is a whole thing, this is a whole segment, y'all. So if, if anyone is triggered by black 
black chat, this might not be the time to listen. Uh, so anyway, I was just like, whoa, this is very interesting because it, it made me come to a certain point in life that I'm like, hmm, did this person, was this person ever upset that I didn't like desire their husband? Um, so I sent it to Micah. So I asked Micah, what did he think about certain people who are successful men of color who have to have their, they must have a piece of, this karma don't be, don't be disrespectful. They must have a white man on their arm for it to be complete. But, mm-hmm. but, but, when you meet those people, they always complain because those people are trying to find black love of a white man. How does that work? Yes. Now you can find love. How does that work? Well, Man, we're going to get to you in a minute because you've you, you got a whole segment coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, segments. Um, so here's the thing, right? Because I think it can be broken down into two things. Like one, it's like this, like, um, are you better drink your, you better drink your juice, Shelby. Um, I like how she's like, you hear her clank it down on the mic. Um, I'm sorry. It is Shabalita. Shabalita. I, mean, I think there's two things, right? I think there's like, like one is like, you need to feel complete because you have a partner, right? Which is his own thing, you know, yeah. like, val- like validating and being able to self-validate is his own thing. That's society- like, you know, we're told by society, blah, 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 right? That's one thing, right? Um, that you need to have someone on your arm. But then you add on the racial layer, where it's like, I feel complete if I have a white partner, not just a partner, but a white partner. Like, yes, like as and as, again as someone who once had that. Oh, Michael, you froze! Oh no, I'm froze. No, things gonna come back. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, that sucks because he's the one who's recording this video. Okay, yeah, no. we can hear you now. Sorry, baby. No, sorry. So I said my internet is like I see it right now. It says like your internet connection is unstable. Um, sorry, yeah, anyway, I'm here. Go, finish but, your point. My parents just called. That, it was like, shade for us to do it right in the middle of your point. I know, right? Anything. It's like, you're trying to get me. Um, no, but I think, like, when you're adding that extra layer of, like, you had to have a white partner to feel complete or to feel happy, like... The way I, you said white extra hard. I, I, I like saying you know, like, white. <laughs> and again, as someone, like, I've, I've, like, you know, like, as someone who, like, had that affliction at one point, who's now been cured of said affliction, like, it's real. Like, because we're told, shut up, <laughs> like, we're told that, like, that's, like, you know, if you grow up a certain, if you grow up not seeing people who look like you, you're told that, like, the only thing that, that could work for you is white. If you want to make it in certain careers, if you want to make it in the world, oh. you need to have a white partner, right? And you buy into that repeatedly. And it's, like, really hard to, like, finally buy out of that. Like, there's some points where it's just, like, you know, like I've, def- I've, tr- I've definitely had thoughts where it's like, oh, if I want to make it in the political sphere, if I want to make it in a certain sphere, it's like I have to have a white partner, right? Like I, I will fully own that I want. Wow. Right? Like, May I ask, not to be messy, but it's going to always come off as being a little messy. Um, in general, because I know you can't get into specifics unless you want to get into specifics. No. Who are these people who told you that you must have a white man on your arm in order to make it? It's a legitimate question. No, no. Well, so here's the thing, right? Fighting. It wasn't anyone specifically. Like, I don't think there was anyone who ever told me Fighting. you need to date someone who's white, right? Like, it's never, it's, but it's always been informal, right? It's always yeah. been informal, kind of like, oh, like, you are more attractive if you are with a white person or like... So- you're more desirable or like right. you're more all these things if you have a white partner, right? Like, 
yeah, no, I mean, it's like, I've had instances where like guys that like would never talk to me all of a sudden start talking to me because my boyfriend was white. Like, it's like one, I'm like, oh, you're a homewrecker. But two, it's like, Wait, it's like so now I'm like, like men of color or other white men? Both. Oh, okay. Both. Where like, because I had a white partner, this happened with my very first. My first it means it means you have to be if you have a white partner as as a um as a black man or any man of color. It means that you are the shit bitch because oh, you made it. Yeah, it also means that like your sock goes up, right? It's like oh, if they find you desirable, then like there must be something about you, right? Like, oh, which is such bullshit. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I put this up because I mean, there's like I said, there's many layers to these different things, and we're about to get into the heterosexual version of this too. That's why we need Miss Sam here too. Yeah, girl. She's like, she's like, oh shit. She's like, who me? Well, it's not anything bad. It's stuff we know we're talking about. Um, just when I was looking at it, I think I was like, I just, I felt kind of a sadness because it was more like, I know these people and I'm aware of uh, who they are, and I'm like, and when these people, these these people have, uh, I've spoken with them, I've seen them around. What they're they really are looking for, quote unquote, black love. They're not looking for love. So they're stuck in this weird place of this is the white man I need, but I really want black love. And I'm like, you can't get this type of love from here. That's just not the way things work in general. Can I say something really quickly? Mm-hmm. Before, we, before we move into like the head of, and it's still relates, I guess, to like the head of normative side of this as well. Like, I am now actually kind of afraid to actually like fall in love with a man who happens to be white because I don't want it to be perceived as that. That's as I'm like, child. Yeah. yeah. Talk about that in my segment. I, I, about okay. that. <laughs> it's just like now because it's like I am one of those girls who who calls that shit out. Like, you know, like, you know, serving the white gaze. And that just mm-hmm. across, you know, groups of color. It's just like it's just sad. Like no, no that's a big thing. They're not exclusively um right. It's it's not something that it, it can work together. The right. fact is if you actually, you can tell people who have partners that are white, mm. and you can tell people who have a partner because they want a white person. You can right. tell those totally. people. Right, right. That's right. hard. Right. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to hear Sam's perspective on this, but yeah. Right. I'm, like, I'm black ass girl. They'd be right. like, Miss Carmen, like, Ooh. You can tell, but you know, there's still people who are unreasonable who just don't give a damn. Totally. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's like, you know. And I'm not one to give a damn about, um, like, what people think in that particular sense, but on some level, it's just kind of like when you are someone who, you know, calls out, like, you know, that, you know, interracial dating in the sense of serving the white gays, whether then you just happen to fall in love with someone who happens to be white, um, versus that, you know, like, it can still be perceived as, you know, like, oh, he's he's in love with him. He's in love with him because he's a white man, you know? Right. That can go on and on. So I want to jump into this. I want to bring Sam into this conversation. And Micah, if I ask you to read something that we, uh, our friend Caleb sent us this week uh, about. Can you break that down for me too? Like, can you actually not only read it, but then explain it? Because I am so fucking confused. Well, and maybe once you yeah. read it, once you, maybe you read it, I'll, I'll get it again. You know, so let him read it. And then we're going to get into this. And then Sam, we're going to bring you into this because this has to do with a heterosexual couple. <laughs> Wait, wait. Um, can you tell me which one it is? It was the Caleb post about the man and his. I don't want to say. I don't. I don't want to break it down before you. You. Um, I know, but I. I don't have the link. Can you like? Wait, it's, 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 it's in a uh, WhatsApp group. It's our WhatsApp group. Okay, WhatsApp group. Yeah, right, go to the on. WhatsApp group. Go to the one with. Uh, you actually shared it. 
I'm sure I did, but it doesn't mean I'm. Girl, you did shit. <laughs> you actually did. Is that the one that was on Shade Room? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't seen Shade Room in a few days, actually. So it might be. It's all in a little black text. You'll see it right there. Okay, hold on one second, girl. If you can't on. find it, then I I don't know. It, it wasn't a picture, right? It was just like an actual. It was a picture. Photo. It was a photo. Oh, oh, here we go. Okay. Okay. Oh, so I'll oh. just read that before we get to talk to Sam about is it. it. Is that the bizarre porn? Yes. Yes. Please. Okay. So this is from Reddit. So if you guys don't know, Reddit it is a forum. It was also created by. Um, is it created by um, Serena Williams? Serena Williams. Yes. 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 Yes, love him. Love both of them. All right, so I'm going to read the entire thing because it's hilarious. All right. So it's 26 female, found bizarre porn on my boyfriend's 26 male computer. Before I start, the porn isn't illegal and we're both white. <laughs> Girl, just just, just yeah. got to preface. I she set the stage. Right? All right. You'll see. All right. <laughs> so we've always been together ever since we were kids. As time moved forward, we went from best friends to dating after we graduated from high school. The thing about him is that he's really into black porn stars, and that's how he's always been. Uh, found, found this out from our friends who got told this by him. Also, his preferences have never um, occlude, oh, that's a weird word, um, occluded our attraction to each other or had any moments of second doubt. It wasn't until just a few days ago that he left his computer open and, um, and unlocked on tech stuff while he went to put, to put in gas. I know it's wrong for someone to snoop through their significant other's devices, but I wanted to see if he had porn on his drive. There's nothing wrong with having it. I just wanted to see if there was anything we, we could watch together to get into the mood one day, and parentheses, and just kind of accidentally, quote unquote, find the same videos on a porn site. Upon going through his files, there were, <laughs> there were a few videos and links of videos involving black actresses <laughs> with actresses of other races too. She says, still the same, I thought to myself. This is where it gets weird, right? Okay. Some, some ways down, I found a folder that had black, and then in brackets, my first name. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is hilarious. The first picture I clicked on had a picture of my face. Micah, you got to get through it, girl. Come sorry, on. Sorry, sorry. Okay. The first picture I clicked on had a picture of my face chopped onto a black porn star with my skin. <laughs> sorry. There were about, there was about, just about over 20 pictures in there shit of the same it. thing with different actresses based on body types. I honestly don't know what to think of it. <laughs> I really want to bring this up to, to see why he has, has this, but just don't have a gentle way of doing so. Help too long, didn't read. My boyfriend has pictures of my face edited onto porn stars of a different race than me. Ah. Uh. <laughs> What did anybody in this group say about this? This is definitely something. Maybe else. maybe it goes back to what Sadu was saying earlier about like it's crazy. But, but let me say this real quickly. This goes back to for years to part. I'm about to drop a little truth bomb on here. This is what I mean about like people not like people for who they are. This man and sometimes still out would rather have a fake version of a black woman than to actually pursue a black woman a woman of color. She's okay. putting his white girlfriend's face on top of black women. And then photoshopping it to make it her, her face the same color. And not, that's been not good enough. Wow. It even goes back to the thing of saying there are, I, I have seen, there are black men 
that would be like, oh, that white boy got swag, and look at another black man be like, oh, he's ghetto for doing mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. So this, this kind of falls into that whole weird place of it's just like, so you could have just went ahead if you really are attracted to black women, because he's he, well, he's considered fetishy. So anyway, that's crazy. To right. with. But like, oh you could have tried to Ooh, this person, but you really did all of that. Now I said, I'll say all this to say that Sam is um in an interracial relationship, and girl, so break some shit down for us in general as a woman who is in an interracial yeah. relationship, who is a black ass woman, who is not running around trying to find a white man, she just happened to find somebody right. who is, adores her lovers and thinks she's the shit with every right. woman she finds, someone who likes shit like that. Break this shit down for some people, just a little bit. Also, Sam, you, you were about to, you were like uh, touching on something that I was touching on earlier too, so if you can Yeah, I just wanted to intermix that, that too. part first because I do think that people automatically think that about you. That if you're dating a white person, it's because you're seeking to proximity to whiteness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't care about like what you've shown about yourself, what your politics are, you know, all of that. And I think it has to do with the fact that like everybody has different rules of blackness, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, blackness is so politicized even amongst, you know, within our ourselves community. Our so like people for like, you know, you know, like the other groups have like we gotta keep our group going. We gotta keep the race going. We gotta protect, you know, the the preservation of all of that. And when you don't do that, it looks like you're like, acting out against blackness as opposed to just living your life. Mm-hmm. So, um, I yeah, I so I feel like that that's a perception. I I, I know like, even within my family, they don't have problems, but they'll make little jokes because like right. I've always been um, in like schools that were. Um, I went to like schools that were in white neighborhoods i've been like i've had a lot of proximity to whiteness through school and then what happens when you're in our age groups like you really date people who are like in your you know vicinity like you're, i'm not gonna be right. seeking out black people to right. date, right. seek out anybody right but like so i've had more white boyfriends um than like my sister has you know what i mean like she's she's like white guys but she's never been in relationships with them and i have so I feel like they'd be like, oh, you know, Sam's just comfortable, more comfortable with whiteness or something like that. And it's like, it's not that. It's just that, like, I really just try to keep things at a cool level. But I also right. don't have any issue, you know, like dating black guys or anything like that. And I have, I don't know, I just happen to be in a relationship with a white man at the moment. But so that was just one thing that really bothered me when people would say that. Because Absolutely. Like, I hate having to defend that. I'm like, I'm black at the end of the day. It doesn't matter what, who I date. Like that's not gonna me dating a white guy is not gonna help me. If I go to if I get pulled over by police, what am I gonna say? Oh, uh, this is my my boyfriend. Like he's white. Uh, like it's not gonna help me at all. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, and to speak to the on that, I think that's why that's important. And it's hard to decipher. And no one gets to decipher that. And like the whole thing I said with Mike on the photo, it had nothing to do with passing judgment. It's I, with people, I take my time to get to know people. I'm just like, okay, let me see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. But certain people, there's just a pattern. You're just like, okay, well, now hold on. You know, why? You know, why are you saying this and doing this or doing that? But anyway, that whole man and that girl, I like, babe, you need to go ahead and leave him because he clearly does not want you. She and I honestly, honestly, he needs some help because if he is fetishizing black women to that level. To the point where he is actually taking white people, someone who looks, someone who looks, a white man. Oh, he's a white man. Oh, okay, that's what I was confused about. Okay, sorry. 
yeah. just have a book fight in the beginning. So I mean, uh, I mean to me, it my, sounds like it sounds like he wants a he wants a black partner potentially. Okay, so I, I actually touched on another point. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, he's fetishizing black women. Like, it's yeah. just kind of like just which is really. No, I wouldn't. I don't even want to say go be with a black woman because it's just like no, 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 sexualizing. You're just black sexualizing black women in a nasty way. Yeah. I don't think he wants a black woman because he's turned his white girlfriend black. I don't <laughs> think he wants a black woman. Because right. when you have to go through all of that to turn your white girlfriend and change all that black because he still wants, you want, he wants one comfortable white woman, but he wants the pleasure of a black woman in that sense. Right. So that's, that's, that's where it is. That's what it seems to me because he's disrespecting women in general. You just <laughs> disrespecting your girlfriend in that. And I wouldn't want him to be with a black woman because I'm like, ah, that guy's too deep. Deep in a way. No, absolutely yeah, not. No, no. He's, he's dangerous. dangerous. He's dangerous. He's dangerous. Yeah. No. That's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. wild. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> I wonder if it's just like because like his sweat, like the way he presents, because I don't know what town these people are from. Like where yeah. they if he had- right, it, it really could be, you know, because it could be what he presents because the comedian Gary Owens you know, he's married to a black woman. He's been married to a black woman for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was from, like, Trailer Park, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he just happened to be, like, he was big in the urban community as a comedian, of course. Uh, but, like, he talked about how you always were attracted to women of color, other, but it was just weird when you grew up in a certain environment that you have to, like, present this. You know, so Sam makes a good point. So maybe the dude is not like a crazy fetish person. Maybe that's just, I don't know. That's, this, these things are so hard to like, you know. It's really hard to navigate. Yeah. That. But I wonder also if like where they live, if he doesn't have a lot of proximity to black women to ask them out, to be asking them out, you know what I mean? And so he's mm-hmm. just, for you. He's, he's settling for what he has, which is his girlfriend probably cares about. But, you know, he has these secret desires. Because, mm-hmm. you know, people have types and sometimes like, they're opposite of like what your um right. your people look like. There has to be room to have conversations about that too. Right. Um, yeah. That's not my situation. You right. know, and I'm worried about that too for a while. Like people are making me feel weird, like guilty, like I did something wrong. I was doing something wrong, so I had to like sit down and and actually self evaluate. Like maybe I am like, you know, not doing this on purpose, but like you know, giving making more space for white men in my life. But you know, oh. I definitely have had like. I've definitely, you know, <laughs> oh, wow. had, had a twinkle in my eye for uh, several black men. It just didn't work yeah. out. <laughs> That's not a thing. I don't think you're doing that because for me, especially when I was uh, in high school and stuff, most of the things I liked were things that were considered things that white people like. You know, mm-hmm. we've got that affliction in our community too. And yeah. it kind of wasn't until I moved to uh, New York City that... Um, I was just frustrated. I said, okay, I primarily want to date people of color. That's my thing. And it has something to do with it. I'm just, you know, with no one else. I'm attracted to everyone. I sent a picture of my ex-boyfriend. I was there. They were both shopping, you know, mm-hmm. in that. But it was just like, come to New York. I was like, oh, so they are like crazy opera singing, like theater fags <laughs> that are like, actually was African and stuff. Like, even though that lay, I'm like, oh, this is good to know that you know, this is available to me. And I think lots right. of the time, things like, you know, are not available. There are certain things that are available to certain type of black people that will always be available to those type of black people. Mm-hmm. 
but people who are, um, I'm trying to find the right word, who are uh, more uh, ex- uh, explorative, explorative, is that a word? Huh. Yeah. Explorative. explorative, yeah. 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 Uh, people who are more explorers, I guess I would say that, um, as far as learning things, there's not, it's now becoming better in the black community for us to have that, but before it was right. just like, and also, on the, also on the flip side, particularly with like black women, like there's like you know more conversations around like black women actually dating more outside of the race, you know, because it's like it's you know, it's, well, it's a thing. Not- it's a thing that you know like black women most likely date with inside you know the race and, and stuff like that. So yeah, oh, like, that's the thing too. That being there's- open to like interracial dating, just being open to like whoever you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but the thing about it is, we also ask, uh, and Sambu, you can please shut my mouth if I'm saying something that's incorrect here, because I'm not a black woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, black women have been taught certain type of things to look yeah. at. They have to start to break it down like we all do. Like the whole thing with Sierra, Russell, and Future. People are like, oh, Russell's whack. I said, oh, because he's not Future? You know what I mean? It's right. Like, it's, I, saw, I saw a meme about that. Like, he's, he's whack because he's not toxic. It's like you're the you're the problem. Like you used to dysfunctional shit. Right. So I, I, I love seeing those articles written by black women who are not trying to break that shit down. Like, look, we're gonna have to get this shit together. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you it's know? like it's also it's like you get opposing messages from like similar groups. Like the same people ragging on uh, Russell uh, and Ciara for having like a stable relationship are also gonna yeah. then like try to push this idea of you like you have to go and pursue you know a black partner but then you get one and then you want to give people problems because the relationship is wor- working and it's healthy right right, <laughs> like, right. what like pick one what's the problem here it looks like everything is going according to plan it's very much that um i watched this you know because it's like i said the good thing is we, we have to start breaking down our issues within our community our issues and i think a lot of times we just kind of act like no that's just what it is like ah no we got a lot of fucked up with here as people of color in the century and we have to be like you know what girl Mm-mm, that's not mm-hmm. that's not cool well because that guy's a, you know he's uh within our diaspora yeah he's a science major in school and he's not like a jockey he's smart he's whack i said now 10 years from now your ass gonna be like why the fuck i ain't got a whack dude like that you know and, of course being uh, attracted to guys like that oh I watched a show where that happened to a guy and this guy started to date all these white women. Mm. And it was weird. It was this whole circle. It was just like, he's dating all these white women. The black girls in the school should think he was black. So there's this whole circle of hurt. They also touched upon this on the game as well. Like literally a decade ago, like, He's like, I'm, I'm actually attracted to black women. Black women have never been really interested in me. Like, I've always been horny it's a, it's a, it's a or circle. less than black or blah, 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 blah. No, yeah, so yeah. I forgot it's that a circle, It's a circle that black men and black women are doing to each other, and we just have to start breaking that shit right. down. Like, look. Yeah, and also because, you know, we've been told, again, I think it goes back to this notion of like. No, 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 you know, we've been told, you know, that like this is what you should want to do as a black person, right? Like we are told these messages consciously and subconsciously, right? Like, you know, why would you It's weird we're told not to love each other, but we're also told to love each other. Right. Yeah, loving each other, don't support each other. Yeah. And then like interracial relationships are praised more and like then now they are, but it's always through like whiteness. Right, right, right. 
Well, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, it's like, it's That's like, why I'm so, I'm, I cannot wait to see The Lovebirds when it premieres on Netflix with yes. uh, Issa Rae and, and Tom. Asian man? Yeah, yes. Oh, it's not Asian man, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's not a pairing that's shown very often. It's not a pairing yes. that's very yeah. often. But that's a very big pairing because her being mm. from like, uh, uh, her being African and him being Indian, there's a lot of that, especially on the continent. I'm just like, mm. but that's not weird. It's weird here, but that's not right. weird. Right. I mean, no, I because think. it's, it's kind of like, you know, like here, like, you know, in certain ways, like how black and, let, black and brown communities have so much in common. Uh, but don't always connect with each other. It's, like black it's and just Korean. like, yeah, it's the same thing that with that, like what you just said, Indian and, and, and uh, African people, like you have so much in common, but you it's, don't. It's Kamala like. Harris. Come on, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. Yeah. Oh, girl. Well, anyway, Micah, lead us to the next music break. Um, yeah. you know. yeah. So um, this is we're going to be doing some Fiona, uh, Fiona Apple. Um, oh, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me make sure I do this right. Go to the widest music break from the blackest talk, okay? I know. <laughs> Vocal master, Fiona Apple. Yeah, so I'm going to start up from her new album, we're doing Shamika, followed by... <laughs> yes! <laughs> followed by Shadowboxer and O Sailor. Well, all right, well, this is Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. We'll be back after this music break. Enjoy Fiona Apple. <laughs> I used to walk down the streets on my way to school, grinding my teeth to a rhythm invisible. I used my feet to crush the leaves like they had fallen from trees just for me, just to be crashed and bored. In class, I passed the time, drawing a slash for every time. Second hand went by a group of five, done 12 times, just a minute, but Shamika said I had potential. 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 I used to march down the windy, windy sidewalk, slapping my leg with the riding crop, thinking it made me come off so tough. I didn't smile because a smile always seemed rehearsed. I wasn't afraid of the bullies, and that just made the bullies worse. In class, I'd pass the time, drawing a slash for every time the second hand went by. A group of five, done 12 times, was a minute, but Shamika said I had potential. 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 Hurricane Gloria in Excelsis that's my bird in my tree. My dog and my man and my music is my holy trinity. Said I'm a good man and a stone. Back then I didn't know what potential meant. And Shamika wasn't gentle and she wasn't my friend. But she got through me and I'll never see her again. She got through me and I'll never see her again. I'm pissed off, funny and warm. I'm a good man and a stone. And when the fall is torrential, I'll recall. Shamika said I had potential. Shamika said I had potential. Shamika said I had potential. Shamika said I had potential.
52 cards Just cause I play so far from my best Whatever I've got, I've got no reason to guard What could I do but spend Oh, say the one. 
Make sure to take Queer Minded with you wherever you go. Subscribe to our feed at RadioQueerMinded.com slash QSOM. Or find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and other popular podcast networks. Just search for Radio Queer Minded. Now, let's get back in a queer state of mind. Hey. Hey. That's really good. Thank you for the suggestions. Yeah. That was like a good little dry throwback. I liked that. I only got like three minutes left because we talked our. Oh shit! I didn't realize. Yeah, no, we we talked our game. Yeah, yeah. Drag race. So, quick try. Yeah, quick. Uh, uh, quick thoughts on drag race. Start with um Sam first. That's Britta, right? This is no Jan. Drag race. Jan. Yeah. 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 Jan went home. Yeah. I felt like Jan gave up. Uh, you felt like she gave, I didn't think she gave up. I think that <sighs> she was very, very good. But like I said, she threw everything but the kitchen sink out there. She was very much that theater kid that like, let me show you everything I can do. Yeah, she did good. too much. Just too but much. like, girl, that lip sync, I was like, ooh, when it, I said, girl, you go home. Right. That's the one yeah. thing that always bothers me. Like, you go on drag, why do you guys not know how to lip sync? Yeah. Uh, well, no, no, that's funny too, right? It's like, you know, that's like what I thought that, I, I mean, I think I've seen her like a few times in therapy and it's like, why, like, you know, I just, I, I thought there would not be that, but it's just like, it's like, let me, like that nervous energy of like, let me just show you everything I got. And it's like, I think really it's like- It's turned up. Right. And I think it's, it's like, you know, we, we talked about this. So it's like her, like, you know, she's young, right? She's like, what, 26? Like, it now, is, it's shown, it reflects. Right. right. To be you're... fair, to be fair, that song, that song was made for Widow, though. <laughs> it was, to be fair, yeah. No, but the thing about it is the fun part, if you actually go on YouTube, Jan, she does it called Jan Jukebox. She recorded that song afterwards. She recorded and she sang the song. So I don't think, I think, uh, honey, I've seen many old white queens slay Shaka Khan. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree with everything y'all just said about Jan, but I'm saying on top of that, it was Widow's song. Widow was into she was Yeah, I mean, I get song. it, but you know, Peppermint made a good thing. Peppermint said, when I was on a uh, uh, drag race, I had a lip sync to Britney Spears. And I no, and she slayed that. I, I was thinking about that. The other- yeah, like I'm pretty sure, like, no. listen, you, you can tell, I, I know we're about to end. Like, I think you can tell when certain drag queens, when they go on this show, they're like, I'm going to learn every single song and how to sing this, how to lip sync this right. And some girls are just like, I'm just going to wing it, right? Like, you can tell. You know that. Right. So, anyway. Yeah, so. I mean, it was a good, it was a good, it was a good uh, thing. So, we're glad you guys tune in with us here. So thank you for listening in. So join us next week. We might have a new show. Jerome might be here. She might not, depending on how her mood is, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we love you. Thank you for listening to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.